It's time for the Ship Report, the show about all things maritime. I'm Joanne Rideout. It's Tuesday, November 8th, 2016. We have 18 vessels on today's Columbia River ship schedule. In our marine weather forecast, we have a small craft advisory for winds through this evening and for hazardous seas through Wednesday. And today, as we all know, is Election Day. And I'm going to talk a little bit about what it takes to vote when you are at sea on a ship. But first, let's take a look at today's Columbia River ship schedule for the day. We have six inbounders. We have six in the Astoria Anchorage, and we have six outbounders heading downriver and out to sea. Our first arrival in the river is the Koryo Bay. She's a bulk carrier from arriving from Japan. Headed for Longview's Anchorage, she'll be going there to the port of Longview to pick up pet coke. She'll pass Astoria around 2 a.m. and arrive in Longview around 5.30 a.m. The T.Y. Point is arriving from China, headed for Portland. She's a petroleum tanker. Passing Astoria around 5 a.m., she'll arrive in Portland around 11 a.m. The Zing Shu Hai is arriving from Vancouver, British Columbia, headed for Portland today. She's going to the Port of Portland to pick up soda ash. She will pass Astoria around 6.30 a.m. and arrive at the Port of Portland around 12.30 p.m. The Janava is another bulker arriving from South Korea. She's headed for Astoria's Anchorage, but she too is destined to go to the Port of Portland to pick up soda ash. She'll arrive in Astoria's Anchorage uh, at about 7.30 a.m. and stay there until about 4 p.m. when she'll head up to anchor off Vancouver, Washington at about 10 p.m. The Osmarine is arriving from China, headed for Astoria's Anchorage. She will arrive in the Anchorage at about 11.30 a.m. The Falcon Triumph is arriving from offshore, headed for Kalama. She's, I think, coming in with a cargo of rolled, rolled steel on board. Um, she will... Um, Pass Astoria around 4.30 p.m. and arrive in Kalama by about 9.30. In the Astoria Anchorage, we have the Ultra Vanskoy headed for Portland today to pick up potash. Leaving around 7.30 a.m., she should arrive at the Port of Portland by about 1.30 p.m. today. The Global Laguna is, is headed for Kalama from the Anchorage today. She's going there to pick up wheat. She'll be leaving around noontime and arriving in Kalama around 5 p.m. We have one ship in the Anchorage today that is awaiting orders, the Double Prosperity, and we have two vessels at the port of Astoria. One of them is the Yochow. She's a bulk carrier loading logs there. And the Safari Voyager is a small cruise vessel. She's also at the port of Astoria today. She belongs to Uncruises in Astoria, and uh, they sometimes send vessels down here to do cruises on the Columbia. In Outbounders, we have the Frontier Leader leaving Portland carrying wheat at about 12.30 a.m. She'll pass Astoria outbound around 6.30 this morning. The Thai Prize is leaving Kalama uh, with wheat on board, leaving around 9.30 a.m. today. She'll pass Astoria outbound around 2.30 p.m. The Morning Orchid is leaving Portland with potash on board, leaving around 11.30 a.m. She'll pass Astoria around 5.30 p.m. The Auto Atlas is leaving Portland. You might guess what's on that ship. She's a car carrier, brand new Hyundais, leaving uh, the Port of Portland around 3 p.m., passing Astoria outbound around 9 p.m. The Star Dalmatia is leaving Vancouver around 5 p.m., passing Astoria outbound around 11 p.m., and the Roscoe Cypress is leaving Vancouver carrying wheat at about 8 p.m. She will pass Astoria outbound around 2 a.m. on Wednesday. Well, we'll look at our marine weather forecast. In the main channel today at the mouth of the river on the Columbia River Bar, 
Combined seas 12 to 14 feet today, then nearing 15 feet tonight. Seas will temporarily near 16 feet with breaking waves during those max ebb current times that I'm always telling you about. We have one around 11.15 this morning, um, and breakers will reach near 20 feet during the ebb around 11.15 this evening. And we could see some slowing in ship traffic if those if those uh, seas do reach 20 feet on the Columbia River Bar. That's usually the cutoff point in bad weather for just taking a break with ship traffic. The bar pilots suspend their services to ships, and everybody just has to wait until things calm down, which they will when the ebb passes. Uh, we have a small craft advisory for winds through this evening, as I said. That's 20 to 34 knots, and a small craft advisory for hazardous seas through Wednesday. That means that seas of 10 feet or higher are possible. And overall, in the marine weather forecast, we have south winds 15 to 20 knots this morning, southeast 10 to 15 knots close, very close to shore. This afternoon, winds from the south 20 to 25 knots with gusts near 30. It's going to be windy later today. Wind waves from the south um, 7 feet high at 7 seconds apart, and west swells at sea 12 to 15 feet at 14 seconds apart. Secondary swell from the southwest of 9 feet at 11 seconds, and rain late in the forecast. Well, today, of course, we know is an important day in the United States. It's Election Day. And while people in Oregon and Washington can vote by mail, many other states will require people to physically go to a polling place to vote. But what if you are a person who's entitled to vote in this election, but you are not on U.S. soil for one reason or another? What if you're working at sea on a ship, for instance? How do you vote? Well, I did a little research about this and thought it would be fun to talk today about how mariners at sea get their votes counted, too. Merchant mariners working on ships are guaranteed the opportunity to vote under a law called the Uniformed and Overseas Citizens Voting Act. This law was enacted by Congress in 1986. It includes members of the U.S. Uniformed Services, so anyone in the military, and also members of the Merchant Marine. It also includes their family members and other U.S. citizens who are residing outside of the U.S. So people who know they will be away during an election can fill out something called a federal postcard application, and this is a way to request an absentee ballot. You've heard of those. So that application goes to the state in which you normally reside when you're not at sea. So people who are voting in this way need to be aware of the deadlines for absentee voting in their state, and I'm sure they make you aware of that when you, you sign up to do an absentee ballot. You'll need to get your ballot posted early so it can get there in time for election day. Ships handle ballots by mail in the same way they handle any other mail sent from them on board. So I would imagine this would require the ship being in port at a certain time in order to do this. But I'm not quite sure completely about how the mailing part is handled. So the system is designed so that citizens who have to be away during an election can still have their voices heard and their votes counted. And you'll hear, you've heard on the news about how absentee ballots were counted early and um, they, they uh, make the deadlines pretty darn early so that people need to get those votes in. So just a reminder, if, uh, if all of these folks can find a way to vote when they're not even here, so can you. So if you haven't voted yet on this election day, this important election day, please go out and exercise your right to vote and let your voice be heard. You've been listening to The Ship Report, the show about all things maritime. I'm Joanne Rideout. Thanks for listening. You can find a podcast of this program on my website at shipreport.net. Have a great day. <laughs>